Welcome to this month's BP Leadership Lesson. Pastor Bill Purvis has an incredible lesson to share with you today, so make sure that you have your ears tuned and your pins ready, and let's dive in and see what he has to say. Honored again to be with you and looking forward to this lesson. In fact, the bottom line is this one right here is going to be one that you're going to need it down the road or you're in it right now and need it immediately. So my hope is that we can give you some guidelines and insight that I believe will help you if you're in this situation or if you're headed to this situation. I call it surviving setbacks. If you're in business any length of time, you're going to face a setback. Uh, setbacks are when things aren't going the way that you planned. We all can think of those moments, maybe you're in that moment right now. It's when the customers or the clients that you relied on suddenly walk out or leave. It's when an employee that you liked and valued suddenly leaves, finds a different job, uh, dies or, or quits growing or performing. I've had that many times. I've, I've oftentimes had a great star player that was doing well or had one that died one time. Uh, and, and I've had some that slowed down. And so those are what we call setbacks. It may be when a product is no longer in demand. Uh, it, it used to be the hottest thing you had on the shelf before, but now it's not. Or the organization is not innovating fast enough to be able to be a competitor anymore. And so those are some setbacks. Setbacks come in all kinds of shapes and sizes. Setbacks can be when you, when you have bad press, uh, when somebody has uh, done something that now becomes a public problem for your company or when there's a blight on your image or your integrity or who you are. So there's a number of ways that you can have a setback. So the key is going to be this. When you have a setback, how do you survive? And let me give you six rules that I've learned. Okay, number one, only the mentally strong survive setbacks. You'll have to give your best in the very worst of times. That's going to require a mental change. Now, the mental testing is psychological. Uh, if you give in to it, uh, it'll, it'll create for you fear, and that will paralyze you. A lot of people, when they got a setback, they never overcame it. Some people are still sitting in a place where they had a setback many years prior because they've been so overwhelmed. I'm thinking about a guy right now that I like, but about five years ago, he was on top of his game, had a company, a business that was doing great, and then he got betrayed by a right-hand guy, a business partner, and all these things went wrong. And you cannot get him to get out of that story. Uh, five years later, he's still living in that story in that moment. And so mentally is where the setback has to start to be won. So the first place that you're going to shore up your setback is going to be in your head. Now you got to realize these things. Other people have overcome worse. Uh, I've many times been in a situation where I've said, this is bad but I wouldn't trade it for what they have. And particularly if you start reading about some people that had setbacks all their life, you'll think this is not really a setback. And if I told them this, that this was my problem, they would laugh in my face. They, they know what real setbacks are. So in order to put it in perspective, you've got to realize other people have overcome worse than you. So what you do now is you try to look for the positive, even in the negative. Uh, winners always learn to win that mental battle first. I, uh, I watched the Masters the other day, a little bit of it. I was, I was out of town, and a friend of mine was really interested in it. So we watched just a little bit, and, and uh, of course, I got to see Tiger win, and, and that was a great moment. I'm glad for his great comeback. And, and they were talking about Arnold Palmer, and I thought about that then when thinking about this lesson. Arnold Palmer has on his wall this particular uh, plaque that has a 
a, a written uh, lesson, leadership lesson on it. He says, I read it before I ever go play in a major tournament. And I thought, well, if he reads that regularly, then I ought to at least read it once for many of us. It's that old saying, um, uh, whether you think you can or you can't, you're probably right. Let me quote it for you. If you think you're beaten, you are. If you think that you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win, but you think you can't, it's almost certain that you won't. For if you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in the world, you'll find success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. If you think, if you, you've got to think high to rise, you've got to be sure of yourself before you'll ever win the prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. And, and Arnold Palmer said, I would read that every time I was entering a major tournament. I keep it on my wall so that I would see that, reread it, because he understood the key is going to be mentally winning. And that's the mental game, the mental side of it. So when it comes to surviving setbacks, remember, only the mentally strong survive the setbacks. Now let me give you the second rule. The second rule is this. When you've had this setback, keep your priorities straight and simple. Keep your priorities straight and simple. Look at that. Instead of looking at all the problems and all the, uh, the holes in the boat, stop and, and focus on your priorities. See, when you know the priorities of your own life and the priorities of your organization, it's going to be for you like an anchor in your storm. Uh, it, it'll hold you through the raging turbulence. You may lose some things, but if you can hold on to the things that really matter, if you hold on to the values that you really care about, there's a story in the Bible named Joseph, and you remember how he was betrayed by his brothers, sold off into slavery, wound up being let out of prison, put it, or being put in Potiphar's house, and was raised and elevated, and then all of a sudden the, the, the Potiphar's wife, you know, the king's wife came on to him, and, and uh, he ran out, and she tore his coat, he left his coat, but he kept his character. Now, everything's going wrong in his life, but he still was willing to do the right thing and keep his character right. I remember that there's a, there's a statement made about him when she was tempting him, and he said, how can I do this against my God? And he was thinking, no matter what's happened to me in my life, I've got certain values I've got to keep in place. That's why at the end of his life story, he's on top. And so uh, keep your priorities straight and, and keep them real simple. As I mentioned, that's going to be your anchor, all right? That'll hold you when everything else is raging. Number three, survival in your setback takes practice. Now, this sounds odd, but what I mean by that is this. Prior preparation is your secret to quick recovery. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't negate that there will be a setback, but it does help you to get back out again quicker. Uh, you, and you do this during good times. When things are doing well, you need to plan for the worst case. Uh, you need to contemplate different scenarios and situations that are going to come across your path and then decide, how will I handle that if? I remember years ago with a reporter that he was asking me, he had a gotcha question, and I, I had prepared in advance every possible thing. And I remember when he asked his question, and I gave him the answer. I remember he laid his pen down, sat back, and he said, wow, you surprised me. And I, and I knew then that was his gotcha question but I'd already prepared for that, so I hadn't been got. Now, in, in your life, 
if you'll prepare in advance. See, you want to leave as little as, uh, as possible to chance. Uh, Paderewski, the Polish uh, uh, pianist, say that real fast three times. Uh, he, he basically said this, if I do not practice one day, I know it. If I don't practice two days, the orchestra knows it. If I don't practice three days, the whole world knows it. Um, we all know this. The military practice for maneuvers they may never face. Uh, the pilot practices for, for turbulence and, and mechanical malfunctions that he may never encounter, but he practices it in case he does. Fire drills in school are practiced so that in case there is one, the children are prepared. Well, the same thing is true in your business. If you will practice in advance, what I would do in these circumstances, when the circumstance comes, you don't have to look for the manual. You don't have to figure out what to do. At that point, you've at least prepared for it. You hope it never comes, but if it does, at least you are prepared for it. And so I mentioned to you that survival takes practice. Number four, survival takes imagination. Now, what I mean by that is this. Your comeback is often going to be found in a new or different or creative strategy. Uh, the fact is, is that the, you, you got to believe that there's more than one way to achieve that goal that you're trying to do. Uh, you got to be open to all possibilities. You got to be willing to say, you know, I, I, at this point I was doing this and now we got caught. But the fact is, is this is nothing more than a chime to change. We call it in football, calling the audible. They go up to the line, they look out, and they realize that the play I want to run is probably going to be prevented because the way they're set up on defense. So you'll notice that sometimes a quarterback calls an audible, and, and that is it's an it's a on-the-moment change, and everybody changes. Well, your setbacks have to be the same. You'll call a lot of those audibles in those moments, but that doesn't mean you walk off and quit the game. It just means you devise another strategy. And most people have said in their life, that it was in that setback that they created a new product. It was in that setback that they figured out how to do things. You remember Tylenol years ago when someone poisoned the, uh, the, the, put poison in the Tylenol capsules. And uh, there were eight or nine different stores in the country that it came up with. You remember that the CEO said, pull all of those off the shelf. No matter what we, what we lose financially, our mission statement says that we're committed to providing the safest product. And he pulled them all off. They lost a lot of dollars. However, it was out of that that they created those safety caps now that no one can get into. And, and they created all that because of that problem. Now, that, rather than going out of business, going under, they had to figure out what's the best way to keep our business but to keep this from happening again. And so it takes imagination. Number five, to survive a setback, you need to also do this. Know what you need to get by. Are there some things you can get, get by without? Uh, you, you may not need everything you think you need. There may be things that you've had on your boat that they're okay. You know, if your boat is starting to sink, you may look, look around and say, we don't need a lot of this stuff. Uh, it's going to sink faster with it. Let's throw out some items. Sometimes a setback is really nothing more than a good blessing in disguise. Uh, sometimes it forces us to remove some things or people in our life that we otherwise might hold on to. And so it's not always bad. So it's important to know what I need to get by, know the necessities for survival. 
I remember years ago that there's a man that I, I was friends with and he had about 70 employees and we were talking about his business and he said, knowing what I know now, if I started all over, I wouldn't need but three employees. And I said, you're kidding. He said, no. I said, what about the other, you know, the other 67 you have? He said, I can outsource most of that. And some of them I don't need anymore because times have changed. And I remember walking away that night thinking, here's a guy who's got 70 employees and he's doing a lot of business, good business. And he's saying, if I had to start all over, I could get by with three. Now, what he was saying is, I know what I need to get by. If you know the necessities for survival, you're going to make sure you have them in place. And that's the way you do it. You ever notice these mountain climbers, the higher they go, the more they start discarding things they no longer need to get to where they want to go. And so that's one of the important rules for you. And number six, the final one, surviving your setback. Condition yourself for survival. And what I mean by that is improve your leadership skills. Uh, that's the whole reason, by the way, that, that I created BPL. Many years ago, I needed it personally. I looked around and noticed that other people at the same level and the same job were not getting too far, and I didn't want to be like them and end up where they were. So I began to look out and say, who's uh, got some answers? Who has a better strategy? Who's making a difference? And, and then I began to notice them and listen to them and personally grow. And then in time, a couple of years later, as we began to experience growth, I would have people approach me and they wanted to grow. So I was able to share with them the things I'd learned. And then I realized most people don't realize the value. They just don't get the value of personal growth. And, and personal growth is going to be for you the secret to continual growth and a life that gets you where you want to be. In fact, you, you want to learn from those who've gone before you. You want to learn from those who face the same things. You want to get the goods from the people that have been down the road and it will make your road a whole lot better. So you condition yourself for survival. That's why we offer to you BPL and personal growth. Now, I want you to remember these things about surviving your setbacks. Bad things do happen. And you have to choose how to act or react. Uh, you need to keep your eye on the goal. Uh, focus on what you're trying to do. Don't lose sight of your goal. And then number four is don't give up. When you give up, you're done. There, 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 there may be the difficulty. There, there may be times you feel like giving up. There may be times you want to quit. But I want to tell you something. If you will hang in there for, for that length of time, you'll be surprised at how far you go. Remember this in closing about setbacks. Every opportunity is a possible setback. Every opportunity. Every opportunity you have there's a possibility of a setback. But yet, every setback you have is a possibility of an opportunity. Every setback is the opportunity for a better and a new opportunity. And I really hope that you'll make that your goal. Thank you for tuning into this month's BP Leadership Lesson. Each month, we share these lessons at a live luncheon to anyone in the Columbus, Georgia area. If you'd like more information on dates and times of our upcoming luncheons, you can visit bpleadership.com.